0: You are listening to a mini-episode of Long in the Boot. I'm your host, Glenn Long, and I am coming to you from the heel of the boot of Louisiana, otherwise known as Southwest Louisiana. If you would like to call and leave a message, that would be wonderful. The number to call is 337-502-9011. If you'd like to send me an email, that email is longin'theboot. At gmail.com. And the website where past podcasts are stored as well is www.longintheboot.com. Well, I hope everybody's doing okay today. Teachers are going back to school slowly but surely. Students will be heading back very, very soon. And all this in the middle of, of a statistic that's not real pleasant, but you know, you can take it how you will. The fact is that Louisiana has the highest number of cases per capita of COVID-19 in America. We are still number one. Congratulations, everyone. We worked hard to get those numbers, and we've done it. Arizona is behind by 2,000 cases, and Florida, a distant third, with 3,000 fewer cases than Louisiana. So we did it. We're still number one. Well done. Now, the per capita deaths from COVID-19, well, Louisiana still got its work cut out for it. Uh, We are fifth currently, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, all ahead of Louisiana. But I am sure if we continue working hard and practicing all of the same things we've been doing, we can move Louisiana up in the rankings. So, you know, let's buckle down and get to work. Uh, Well, so we're all going back to school. Everybody knows it. Uh, one of the stories that came out of New Orleans recently was a new Orleans councilman talking about going back to school and he's against it. He doesn't want students going back to school whatsoever. And, but it's the quote and his quote. Well, it makes you think a little bit. He said, I would rather have students dumb and alive than have them educated and dead. Well, two things come to mind. One um, people have been complaining that students are dumb already. Everybody's been saying that for a long time. Not everybody, but a lot of people say that. I don't believe it. I think kids today are as smart as kids have ever been. They're just smart in different ways, but they definitely have certain things they are very, very good at. Um, but it's the educated and dead part of that statement. Um, he wants. He would rather have students dumb and alive than educated and dead. I get the sentiment But there could have been a better way to probably say that. First of all, when we send dead students to heaven, it is important to keep them educated. I think there should be classes once uh, you are post-living to help you prepare for the afterlife. I think there ought to be some kind of seminars, maybe some webinars, possibly some classes to teach you what goes on once you are no longer amongst the living. I'm saying I think the New Orleans Councilman spoke a little prematurely I think we need to make sure that all students, both living and past, are well-educated. That's my personal opinion, so I hope you agree. We've got a good show coming up next week. Habs and I are going to do a deep dive into hurricanes. We are coming up on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. I believe it was August 23rd. It's kind of weird to think that I've got students that weren't even born when Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Rita came knocking at the door of the Gulf Coast. And a lot of things have come out of that. And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to go way back in history and talk about the Galveston hurricane as well. And we'll also do one that's a much more recent hurricane. We're going to talk a little bit about Hurricane Harvey. And if you don't understand the Harvey reference, well, that's because you're too young and don't know who Jimmy Stewart is. Unless that was just that bad of an impression, which is possible, I suppose. As a teacher I'd I really want to say this I'm a little nervous about going back to school. I am it's true. My wife is a little nervous as well. You know we're just a little bit concerned about how this is all going to work. I think we're more concerned actually with the on-off method of schooling this year or at least at the beginning of the year with students only going part-time and then having to be at home working with the internet on the other days. It's going to be kind of a mess and I'm not sure that we're really prepared to do that. I'd like to say we were 100% prepared, but I don't believe anybody, at least in this area, is 100% prepared. But there's something else that needs to be said about going back to school for teachers who are talking about striking, which some New Orleans teachers are actually doing, talking about going on strike rather than returning to school. And here it is. We are essential workers. Teachers are essential workers. The folks that have been working at Walmart. The folks that have been working at Target, all the restaurants, everything that's been open during this entire pandemic, they are considered essential workers. Nurses and doctors, essential workers. And don't start off by saying nurses and doctors signed up for this. Nurses and doctors do not sign up to deal with a pandemic. No one signs up for a pandemic except for people who work in virology labs. And, well, they're working as well, so... The fact is that we've been going to Walmart and everything else since this pandemic started, and those workers have been there supplying our needs during this entire pandemic. And I don't feel like as a teacher, just because I have a degree doesn't make my life any more valuable than somebody who's working at Walmart. It just doesn't. We are the same when it comes to risk. And life is risk. And so I'm going back to school, one, because I want to, I'd I'd love to see the students again. Two, I'm going back because it's the right thing to do. We're not special. I know teachers often want to, you know, get on that, get on that horse and say, I'm special. Well, we are, we are special. Teachers do things that are special, but you know what? The folks that give us all of the things we need to live day to day, they're special too. And I just feel that it's time that we go back to school and do the jobs that we're being paid to do. It's scary. There's no question about it, but I'm not going to chump out and and not go to school. I have the skills and the knowledge that these kids need to use, and I think it's time to get them back to school and try to just get them into a no- more normal world. Lord knows the world is so off kilter right now, and I'm not just talking about COVID. I'm talking about all kinds of things. And it's time that kids have a place they can go and maybe not think about COVID for a while. It's going to be hard enough having to wear a mask all day, having to wash hands, having to maintain social distance, because as we know, kids are terrible at maintaining distance from other kids. I think it's more natural than anything else. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I think it's going to be really, really difficult to get through this pandemic. I can't wait to see all of the problems that come with having to wear masks all day but don't worry, we have special electric shock collars to fit the kids with so that if they constantly fiddle with their masks, we can give them a little shock and they will stop. Seriously, we, we have that. I'm not kidding. We're going to use it too. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on right now. Um, we're going back to school, folks, and, and I'm, I'm glad. And hopefully it'll all work out and we'll get all of the kids back to school all of the time very, very soon. Because here's what I know, the coronavirus is never going away. This thing will circulate the world until everybody's been exposed. That's simply the way it is. Nothing you do is going to change that. And so we might as well just deal with that. And one last thing about COVID-19, I know it's boring, everybody talks about COVID-19, but I want to talk about masks for just a second. Because I was reading an article about anti-mask sentiment, not anti-mask sentiment right now, anti-mask sentiment 100 years ago during the Spanish flu pandemic. It's kind of crazy to think that somebody was shot for not wearing a mask in January of 1919. The uh, story is a blacksmith on a street corner was encouraging the crowd to remove their masks and throw them down. And a health inspector dragged the man to a drugstore and insisted he buy a mask. But when the blacksmith began pummeling him with a sack of silver dollars, the inspector drew his revolver and fired. The maskless man and two other men were hit. All of them survived, but the mask slacker and the inspector were arrested both were arrested nearly 100 others were arrested in the city that same night for not wearing masks a few got 10 or 30 days in jail depending on how serious the thing was um so it's kind of interesting that we haven't had oh by the way this all happened in San Francisco yeah weird things happen in San Francisco it's true we all know it so just uh, just know that you're not alone People have been crazy about this mask thing for a long, long time. If you're crazy one way or the other, that's fine. I don't really care. I'm going to wear my mask, mainly because my wife bought me a good-fitting mask, and now I don't mind because I'd I prefer to hide the lower half of my ugly mug anyway. So anyway, next week, please tune in for the hurricane episode, and Habs and I will have some thoughts on Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Rita, the Galveston storm, as well as Hurricane... Harvey. And again, if you would like to call and leave a little message for long in the boot, give me a call. I'd love to hear your voice and I'd love to put it on the air. 337-502-9011. Email me at longintheboot at gmail.com. I hope everybody is having a great week and we will see you next week. Everyone take care and be nice to one another. Won't you?